I'm glad you told me we have a big day coming up this next week. Jeez, I would have forgotten. forgotten I'm what? glad you forgot your birthday. So you're squeezing me for a present. I, I appreciate that. You know, making what? a big deal what? about a big day. Yeah, uh, a big day coming uh, up for you. Uh, you know, your day. Uh, oh, you said that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. No, but no, you know no. what? I, I, it's I fine because I, I, I was proactive. I took care of all this before you even mentioned it to me. But I do appreciate the subtle the subtle hint that the gifts on its way to Austin, you know, I knew that needed to be taken care of. Hey, by the way, what, what are we going to do today? I mean, what's going to happen? Okay. I mean, maybe this explanation is, is right. in order. All right. All right. All right. All right. Reality check. It is show day. And this is the day we do the bro show. And it is season 11, episode 22. So we're getting toward the mm-hmm. end of the season. We've got oh, four man. more after this. Yeah. Right. Or five more, maybe. I'm not sure. But it'll end at the end of the year. We'll start a new season in January, which I cannot discuss at this time. Oh, boy. You better not even let me know. Because you know how that oh, it becomes a I security know. leak in a heartbeat. Once yeah. I get the hint of what's going to go on, the mm. word is out. And oh, for I some know. reason. I don't know. I think I know. the problem. I think my, my I think my condo's bugged. That's all I can say. Oh, wow. <laughs> Except Marjorie Taylor Green, or whatever her name is. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, well, how do we do this thing? What, what's our? All right, th- th- we we talk about four things. So it's not a big deal here. Uh, the first thing is that we have an animal story. It's based on the animal that is our mascot, if you will, for the season. And this season, it's a tiger. This is the season of the tiger. Secondarily, yes. we have a word that we discuss that's come up in our research. Thirdly, we do two takes, which is each of our point of view on a topic an event, something that's happening. Sometimes it gets a little more serious than that, and that's what's going on today, by the way. Yeah, this is going to be a little mm, good stuff. It is. Last but not least, last but not least, we have a groaner. Oh, groaner. It's it's a a bad, two of them. It's a bad joke. It's a dad joke. We have a broner donor, and we'll talk about him (laughs) later. (laughs) That was almost a slip of the tongue. That was okay. Mission accomplished. Good job. Yeah, yeah. So I guess uh, what what are we doing? We what are we wearing? What do you got got on above the belt? I am wearing the Bro Show concert T-shirt, the one with the set list on the back, the infamous set list. I've got two of them. Uh, (laughs) I am uh, I am wearing one. It's a hard to describe color. It's kind of blue and it's kind of gray. I don't know what it is. It's extra large, so it fits me like a tent. This was a gift. This was a leftover. Yeah, I I remember. I bought a couple extra of those. Those are the ones we didn't throw out to the audience. (laughs) We didn't throw it to the audience. We threw everything in the audience. We did. Oh, well. Did we throw it at the audience or to the audience? At or to. Yeah, I think at. You know, it's a just a, yeah. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Yeah. Well, I decided to go a little back in time, and I got the season of the lizard, that that horned <sighs> lizard that was such a wonderful animal, with mm. so photogenic. I can't believe it was like it was just yeah, it would just kind of strut and sit up there to take the in a big smile, all good yeah. stuff. So I got the yeah, season he's of he, the lizard. He looks he looks like he just said, "I'm ready for my close up, Mister Demille." <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 A little of that, you know, 
Sunset Boulevard, is that the name of that, that movie it came from? Yeah, Gloria Swanson, Sunset Boulevard. Mm, mm, that's a classic. I've never even, I've never seen it. Can you believe it? I've heard about it my whole life. That's all I hear about. Yeah, anyways. All good. Here we go. Hey, all right. So we do we have, have a, sponsor. a hey, we, we got a sponsor. sponsor. Our sponsor's Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue is a uh, 501c3 organization which is mission is to provide the best dog gone home that can for these wonderful animals, primarily tigers, but they also have uh, lions, tigers. Don't they don't have any lions, tigers, bears? No, forget the bears. It, but they got a lot of big cats. Okay, big cats. big cats, big cats. In addition to the the, the their mission being the getting this home, which is located just uh, north of Tampa, they also are. Uh, Advocates for the, uh, you know, eliminating the abuse of big cats and also to try to uh, be a voice in uh, making sure that these cats don't become extinct. So a good mm. mission. In addition to the fact, the key for us, of course, is do they have swag, namely T-shirts? Oh, and do they we live and buy by do we live and buy by T-shirts? And they got some dandies, John. <laughs> uh, yeah. They That's so much whole, proactive yeah. in saying live and die. We live and buy. <laughs> we live and buy. That's correct. And by and by, we live and die. Anyways, uh, look, they've got some great stuff. And, you know, it's the 30th anniversary. That's the other thing. They have definitely lasted the test of time. they got special 30th anniversary swag, and I've got a link to it in the show notes. Go, go forth and buy. Why not? Consumers, consumers, you have to wear clothes anyway. I've been yeah, told. and you I've know, a, a, a good T-shirt putting on in the morning can just make your day. Get it off to the best start possible. I agree with that. Definitely changes my so, whole attitude. I've noticed it changes other people's attitudes about me. Also, <laughs> what the hell? Where'd you get that? Shouldn't wear it. Shouldn't wear that one. <laughs> Bad feedback. Just you know, wear that at home. Don't don't, don't wear it out. Okay. Hey. Out. Okay. Are you ready for the tiger story? <laughs> Yeah, you know, we got a pretty good tiger story. Uh, this one, we decided we've talked a lot about the Bengal tiger and maybe gave him a little little uh, foot, foot on the back burner of the Siberian. So we figured, mm. what the heck? What if these two wonderful animals, hypothetically, of course, because we're not interested in them actually fighting because that would only promote mm-hmm. extinction. Correct. So what we decided to do was to take a look at the Bengal tiger versus the Siberian sort of what uh, you call the tail wagging of the tape. Uh, and sure enough, um, mm. you know, it, 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 although there's some dramatic differences and we can sort of just, you know, by numbers, we will come up to a conclusion which would win this battle. But I think it's yeah. interesting to take a little bit, look, look at some of the details. And so I'm going to kind of bring some of the more, spec- you know, the more uh, numeric uh, differences. Mm-hmm. And we've got a Siberian tiger, which is much bigger. It's, you know, and depending upon female versus male, we could be talking six to 700 pounds for a Siberian, probably, you know, 525, 550 for the Bengal. We know that the uh, the Siberian is a little bit longer, a little mm-hmm. bit bigger head. Uh, mm. We've got all these, and, but, but the, you know, there's there's other things we can look at. Uh, like, where, where are these critters located? Uh, so yeah. Siberian is, you know, it's going to be up north somewhere, North Russia, perhaps. Siberia. And where it's Siberia, yeah, you know, the northern part of Russia, where we got cold, snowy climate. And mm. as a result of that, they're, they probably are going to have thicker and 
uh, and their coat is actually a little bit lighter as we take a look at it compared to the Bengal. Lighter colored. Lighter colored, yeah. Not lighter in fabric because, I mean, these, no. you, they need to have the thick coat because of the cold. Ooh. So yeah. that's that's very important. Well, the Bengal, huge feet too. yeah, huge feet. yeah, they got hey, huge feet. Well, that'll walk come in snow. handy. You walk know, on it's snow. Like they got walking on snow, but I'm also thinking that when it comes to swiping, you know, they're they're Ooh. a lot more likely to be able to because when they get on their hind legs and start, you know, going at it, it's important mm-hmm. to have that big paw. You know, it's like having yeah. an extra large size boxing glove. It um, is. So the yeah. Bengal is got a much more pronounced, more stripes, uh, brighter uh, coat, orange coat. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it's, and it's also, uh, a little bit lighter in, in shade, I guess. I, although I think both of them can kind of be real pale. I mean, there could be white. They're variants. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. variants. Yeah. They so, can become very light. They can be almost white. Wow. Siberians and the Bengals. Yeah. They're mutants. They're mutants of all, uh, you know, mutations of all these color schemes. In fact, in fact, John, the, uh, the Bengal tiger is a mutation of the Siberian tiger. Oh, is it? That's right. Mm-hmm. It's a subspecies. In the notes. Wow. Yeah, it's in hey, there. What about how about the food? What do these guys have for a meal? What it's crunch time. <clears throat> crunch yeah, time, huh? yeah, they eat a lot of big stuff. Uh, that's for sure. And you know, mostly quadrupeds. You know, four-legged mammals. So they're carnivorous uh, critters. Oh, entirely. They are not vegetarians that's for sure so these guys they munch on major meat and you know they'll they'll take uh those those bengals will take down a a water buffalo yeah and the guys up north the siberians they'll take down an elk or reindeer and those are big those are big ungulates i think they call them you know herbivores that roam around on four hooves yeah yeah good eating they do a good job but they, but you know, they they can take in like 20, 30 pounds of meat in a sitting, to, in a single sitting. Up to, I, I read in one place, it said up to 50 pounds, you know, on a, if they have yeah. to be, and, and quite often, yeah, they that means that they can go maybe a couple of days plus without having anything to eat because maybe True. they're roaming around and they, things get a little scarce and they need to continue having, you know, their life keep going so they, they can go on what they've eaten maybe in the last couple of days, whatever. It's all good. Well, they, they keep moving out of our habitats. So, you know, they, yeah. they're not known for eating tons of livestock. Oh, they'll munch on one if they have to. Hey, right. you know, one of the big, one of the big differentiators before we get down to the tail of the tape here, who'd win in a fight. Uh, one of the big differentiators, you know, between the two is uh, the retractable claws. Only the Bengal has retractable claws. Mm. The, yeah, the uh, Siberian has semi-retractable. So that when it comes to uh, fangs on, on the mouth and claws, the Bengal has the upper paw. In addition to the fact that I think the force of their bite is mm-hmm. a little bit more with the Bengal. Yes. So even though they're smaller and their head is smaller, mm-hmm. they do have, once they grab, I wouldn't exactly, don't figure out mm-hmm. them letting go. Um, no, they, they both kill by crushing the windpipe in the neck of their, their prey. But, you know, one of the other things that struck me, too, is the Siberians have much has longer and bigger legs, hind legs. But, right. you know, that means they can elevate better. But then when you get to the Bengal, the Bengal is better at quick acceleration. So a lot of these things offset. A lot of these things yeah. offset. 
But yeah, the big one. I, you're right. You know what the big I, you, one you, is? You know what the big one is? The big one is intelligence, and the Siberian has ah. it. Oh, bigger, bigger head, bigger brain. They're already very. They're already the smartest mammal when it comes to pure intelligence. But they're the least socialized, so mm. they don't. They don't really get as much done. They build very few condos. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't check up. I didn't Google real yeah. estate single or, or Siberian, yeah. but I should have. But I in a fight, who do you think would win? Well, I, I I think, you know, we can easily say the Siberian would win. But I also believe, like you said, it's sort of a power puncher because of the muscular hind legs, which are bigger of the Siberian versus the Bengal has the smaller ones, smaller, mm-hmm. the, the smaller legs yeah. and also is quicker. So it's mm-hmm. sort of like the, the slugger boxer against the bob and weave uh, puncher, you know, is, is the way I see it. So I, yeah, I would say that if you did the, if you had this contest, a hypothetical contest, probably nine out of 10 times the Siberian would win. But I do believe that there could be some circumstances uh, in which the, in which the Bengal might prevail. Uh, you know, That's right. I think one of them I was thinking about is, you know, we usually talk about home ballpark. And I would think that if you had to say, well, look, we're going to throw up the Siberia with this match, or are we going to go down to India? I'm just wondering if the, the heat of India might be uh, give the uh, the Bengal a little bit of a home home court advantage. Uh, that's just and vice like, versa. Vice versa. Yeah, so. vice versa. I agree. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's what we talk about circumstances here. Uh, clearly, you know, the the age, health, etc., are things that would factor into it also. So I would, yeah, I would, yeah, I would go for uh, let's a ma- let's have a matchup. In a higher elevation in Africa, you know. Ooh, that's a good and idea. Like crazy, let's get, let's crazy off, Ali. Yeah, let's get off yeah. the Asian continent and let's let's level yeah. the playing field here. Yeah, yeah, that's where I would take this. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Just one one more point here. I don't want to dare again too long because we have got a hell of a topic today. Uh, two takes. Uh, wh- one of the things that uh, really intrigued me about the thing is they said in the video that we watched for this segment that you know the most important thing is the nature of the beast itself. Some of these animals are naturally good fighters and have the knack of doing it intelligently. And also some of them just have bad attitudes. They, they like to fight and they like to win. Yeah, uh, they have. They're just like humans. You know, they have the, their own nature, too. And that is probably the biggest factor. Physical things. They're not that far apart in size. I mean, they are a little bit. Uh, but, you know, when you, you know, look at Mike Tyson, he was so much shorter and smaller than a lot of his opponents. Yeah, well, that's the reach difference, uh, which is quite often, uh, and I mm-hmm. think that's the reason that in the paw and the, the Siberian yeah. has a little bit better reach, you know, bigger, yeah, bigger paw to swipe at. Yeah, but you know, he can get underneath and too, just like yeah. Mike did. Yeah. Hey, hey. So anyway, so listen, yeah. we got to get on, and move on to a word. Yeah, we do. And our word is caucus. C a u c u s. A caucus, it's a closed meeting of the members of one party in legislative chamber to choose a candidate. And this is a word that's become very prominent over the since the election has taken place because there will be a need for the parties to caucus, meet up. And I kind of think the, the etymology of this word is that you've got caucus. So you get together for the purpose of swearing at each other. 
is the way it is. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that definition. Totally. You know, and you might get, you might, you might get something stuck in your car. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That's even better. <laughs> hey, listen, if we can't find an etymology, we come, we'll, we go, let that get in the we way. We one. Oh, I have one. We, we don't let one. that get in the way. We yeah. invent one. So there's nothing to is, do, nothing to do with the mountains, by the way, and nothing to do with the race. Well, the example is Repub uh, Representative uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, California, has been nominated by the Republican Caucus to become the next speaker. And so we decided to take a look in our two takes. Two takes is uh, just looking at this process and maybe figuring out a a, a, a best uh, best outcome situation as we see it. Mm. So mm. that's kind of a little tease, but let's look, let's look at the lay of the land as we speak. We know right yeah. now, with respect to the current projected breakdown of the House of Representatives, it appears that right now that the GOP, the Republican Party, has gotten 218 votes. There's 435 altogether. So 218 would be uh, would be one uh, the slim slim um, um, majority they would have. And so there's still some seats that are out there, about five of them. But clearly, the Republicans seem to be, you know, have have taken it over and from from the Democrats, and which was expected in a midterm election in which we've got a Democratic right. president. So right. that's, that's not a big surprise, but we don't need to nope. get into the deeds, which you already know about if you've, even if you've been out of your cave. So uh, in the, the other thing, though, to note is, as we've already said in the in our word, is that. We've got the uh, the Democrat, the Republicans, since they now realize they they're going to they have a good chance of taking it over. They've done their caucus already, and the minority leader, this Kevin McCarthy, is anticipating he would become the the Speaker of the House. Has done the caucus, and they've come up with he got 188 votes. Ooh, 30 short. That's 30, 30 short. That's 30 short. 30, and it appears. Hmm. And it also appears that this 30 are hardcore uh, mega types that probably you're going to have to, you know, to bend them would be rather difficult. They're, you know, they, they're not going to budge. So we looked at that and said, well, wait a minute. Let, let's take a look at this whole process and the way it plays out. Yeah. And, and you know, as much as you maybe know history, quite often we, we don't know all the details behind it. The House elects its speaker at the beginning of a new Congress, which will take place in January. And so this is always done by a roll call that is done with the whole House there. But to get to that point, each of the parties must have a caucus to select a candidate for the speakership. Uh, and right. they'll, you know, pick, yeah, they'll, somebody will, you know, strut stuff, his stuff or her stuff and say, look, I'm the, I'm the guy and they'll do a roll call of, and figure out. They, but so as a result, the Republicans have done that. But there's some things about this that we've yeah. we gone through and look at it that makes it a little bit interesting. Number yeah. one, so it was a, we saw this way early in our research, and that is the fact that the Speaker of the House is not restricted to one of the, the members of the House. So, yeah. And so uh, representatives uh, could potentially, theoretically, choose someone other than their parties nominated candidate, including somebody that's not even uh, a House of Representatives. So it's kind of interesting because when this person gets that position, 
they have the right to vote, but they very seldom do unless they need to. So uh, that that's the way it, the, it usually operates. The other thing that's I- important is that that to be elected, you must receive a, a majority of the votes casted. So, and if no candidate receives the majority, they have to keep doing it. It's sort of like the, uh, what we used to think about with the, the 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 conventions they had for president. Yeah. You yeah. know, you do the first time around and you might not get it. Now you're saying, well, wait a minute, that that's not going to happen. Well, let's take a look at a little bit of history. Back in, you know, 1923, they actually had to go nine iterations of the roll call before they that is correct. the winner. That is okay. correct, sir. So what are the what what do we have as we speak today that might mm-hmm. make a, this to happen? Number one, the vote is very, very tight in terms of the, the, the way it breaks down. And it's, it's at least it, it's, it could be 218, but more likely it's a little bit more than that. But let's face it, just a few votes could make a difference. Oh, yeah. In addition to the fact that you've got to have a majority, which means that you could go through a variety of iterations. Now, keep in mind, as you go through those iterations, you, there could be some changes as to you know, how you decide to vote. The other thing I think is quite interesting and does happen uh, uh, more often than not is you usually have a few of the of these members of, of Congress who just decide they're not going to vote. And that's what they do is they say the word present. And that means that they're not voting either way. So that doesn't count as a vote period. And that uh, that that does happen. In fact, that even happened with the Pelosi's most recent victory uh, a couple of years ago. There mm-hmm. were about three or four uh, that just said uh, just said present, and so as a result, there wasn't. Put all these things together, and the fact that we that they don't have to be a member of of, Cong- of Congress in order to be in this position, it gives you an opportunity to maybe think a little bit outside the box. And I have mm. to give most of the credit for this to um, my producer. He was the one who uh, first thought of this. We we gave it some so a lot of thought and said we've got the pro show is coming up as as a, a solution. solution to this. A solution. We're not going to complain. We're not going to complain. We're, we're not going to complain, and that means that if you're looking for a link as to what this is all about, and you only go no further than the bro show. We're the ones who said it first. And what do you propose? We are. We are what are we proposing? Known. I want to be right there with you. Right there, six steps behind oh. you. Okay, as you propose. <laughs> hey, we are the missing link. <laughs> don't look for the link. We're the missing link. Mm-hmm. People have said that about us before. I don't know what they. Yeah, meant you're that. right. Yeah, I'm not wow. sure what that so, meant. Okay, what is it? What is the solution? Do you want me to say it, John? You, yeah, you could probably say it in a couple of words, and we could kind of explain. We kind of we, we kind of got there. Yeah, what is our solution? It's a song, John. Really? It's a song. It's a song you may have heard before. It goes okay. like this: Cut, cut, Liz loose. Yeah. Oh. Kevin's a silly goose. Yeah. Cut, Liz loose. <laughs> Everybody's got to cut loose. Liz loose. Yeah, Liz, Liz Cheney, John, cut her loose. Wow, yeah. I can see that. I can see that in the in the house. Yeah. in the house, what yeah. they're going to do is they're actually going to be a little dance. band that's going to be be a dance number. It'll oh, be a, yeah. a, or, uh, there'll be a band coming in to to orchestrate it. Yeah, this is all good. But why is Liz Cheney even? Where do you come up with this? Come on, I think you need to give a little bit all of an right, explanation. All right, 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 right. Here it is. Give the background. And, and here's the background. Number one, 
It doesn't matter that she's not a member of Congress in this next session. That does not matter. We've already talked check about that. that. Check that box off. Check. We got that one covered. Yeah. Secondly, there's a 30-vote problem that Kevin McCarthy has. Yeah. He, he has 30 hardliners who do not want to vote for him. And they're going right. to hold him hostage until he makes certain agreements like committee appointments, uh, legislation that's going to go before the body, even rule changes. Some really weird stuff could go down. He's going to be asked to do a lot of things that are going to stick in his craw. He may or right. may not want to do them. There may be a holdout. There may be multiple iterations, as you said before. So the, the, he's not going to have an easy time of it, number one. Number right. two. The Democrats, no matter how they cut it, are not going to win this necessarily. So who could they put forward who could get Republican votes? How about a Republican? Yes. In addition to the fact they're not going to have to get get that many votes. Well, yeah, I think actually one that's kind of shown that the this, this individual we're referring to has worked in a in a select committee in a very mm-hmm. you know, recently. And although mm-hmm. that might be a little political itself, but it just does seem that she has been able to to, to, to kind of go up back and forth a little bit in terms of making things work. She's probably the closest thing to bipartisan we've seen in a long time. I agree. Yeah. And you know what? The thing is, she can agree to disagree. I don't think these other people can do that. How about you brought up an interesting point I think is important, and that is during the whole process of getting uh, of the elections, who did she go out and strut and basically uh, speak in behalf of? Oh. She campaigned. She campaigned against Carrie Lake, and and for uh, I forget her, her first name. Dobbs was it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Gwen or Dobbs, Hobbs is her last. Hobbs, 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 Hobbs. Yeah, yeah. Hobbs. Gwen Hobbs. Yeah. She spoke on behalf of her. She campaigned for several other Democrats who are running against election deniers. She is really against election deniers and, and the, the hardcore, ultra-conservative, MAGA, whatevers. Uh, she yeah. has got a thing about them. She does not want them taken over. And guess what? They're going to take over the House of Representatives unless somebody does something. Because yeah. they are going to hold the House hostage for those 30 votes because Kevin's not going to get it without them. So this is seems crazy. This seems like another one of our ideas, like President Trump's only problem was he didn't have a pet and he needed to get a goldfish. Remember that one? That was one yeah. of our solutions. This is that. actually more more likely. And you know what? This could actually reverse in a major way this authoritarian, crazy kind of, hey, we love the, the guy in Hungary kind of BS that's been going on for a while with the what's left of the Republican Party. This could turn it around. This could usher in a new era of bipartisanship. The drafting of Liz Cheney for Speaker of the House. Right. And it doesn't have to happen uh, at the caucus level. It can happen at the floor level where basically they're at the point where they have to make that and go through several iterations and realize where to stalemate. And all of a sudden, they the, the House would be in a position where they say, well, let's just think a little bit outside the box. And before you know it, they're where they need to be. That's why I look at it. We'll That's see it why I look at it, too. I'm waiting for the call back from Liz. <clears throat> I don't know. Should I should I contact Liz first or Nancy? What do you think? Oh, 
I don't know. You know, there's another piece of the pie we didn't mention, and that was okay. important as we took a look at it. Within the last three days, Nancy Pelosi deciding not to not to uh, That's be right. the minority leader. That's right. So that opened up a, a, a bit of the front, and, and that yeah. was, I think, an important factor that we that we need to mention. So it's it's like the pieces just seem to fall. Every it seemed like every couple of days. Okay, we can check that box off. Okay, we can check that box off. Yeah. Before yeah. you know it, here we are talking about it. All right, dude. You All ready? Right. You ready for? We have to do some groaners. We're running out of time. I'm sorry. Oh, we're we can talk about groaners, this. groaners, groaners. Okay, we could talk about this all day, but we got okay. that in baseball. We could talk about that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Here's the first one. What grows down while growing up? What grows down while growing up? You know, I don't know. I know. I know. I've always been stymied by the fact that people throw up when it actually goes down. So I this other thing I don't know about. That's a good one. Yeah, a goose, a goose. What? A goose grows down. You know, the the, the feathers are underneath. It's in it grows down. Wow. I didn't get that at all. I missed (laughs) that one. I'm sorry. I have to apologize. No, no, that's, that, that's a sneaky one. I always give you the hard one first so you can maybe finish with now. I'm not putting pressure on you, but here's the next one. What do you call a meeting of both houses in Congress to debate legalizing marijuana? What do you call a meeting of both houses to debate oh, legalizing? I got it. I got what it. is it? It's a joint session. Yeah, the man got it. Give him a cupid doll. 